Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think last week was the first Lowell show we've ever missed because of you. You know, I think I believe the other Lowell's absences were were on me, but you finally broke your your undefeated streak. I think that's right. I think you're right. I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't realize until you just mentioned it. So thank you. Oh yeah, the Lowell's accountants kind of they fed me the stats before the show, and so. Uh, <laughs> but uh, how how was your Thanksgiving? Good, good. How was yours? It was good. Um, it was probably too good just all last week because uh, I drank so much that this week I said I am not drinking during the week uh, trying to to sober up. We got uh, pretty blacked out on uh, Wednesday last week. We had a wild ship chasing show with uh, Spags and Eric Bimefor and uh, Daigle showed up blacked out. So it was a it was a blackout Wednesday. Uh, missed having uh, you in the mix. You joined us, I think. Yeah, you were on the blackout Wednesday show last year, I believe. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, what yeah. What did you end up doing? What you know? What What pulled you away from the interwebs? Oh, just family stuff. Yeah. I couldn't figure out how to move it all around. Yeah. Well, I was also seeing because I was, uh, and I know we've talked about this before, but there is that really good uh, UFC card coming up, isn't it? A week from Saturday, I want to say. Well, I haven't. Uh, I haven't looked in a couple of days. It might be. The reason I got excited is because uh, I follow my guy, you know, Sean O'Malley on Instagram, and I believe he has this fight. And then I looked it up, and I think it's UFC 269 as Saturday, December 11th, the uh, Oliveira versus Poirier. And then we have <laughs> Sean O'Malley, and uh, it seems like a good crew. That would have been perfect if you would have said it two days ago. Oh, no. I, you, you just booked plans? the 11th for something like. like yesterday um, oh, i no. if you really want to do it maybe maybe i could figure out how to no we don't we don't have to force that i just know you would you had mentioned that and I, it seemed like it would be a good card and a good uh yeah good no evening. i had it open maybe we could maybe we can talk oh, about it. It, it it's all our favorites because we also have amanda nunez on that yeah card. that's the one i mentioned right yeah i knew yeah. there was one coming up that was good yeah it, Does it's that chase hooper on it oh my god let me see he's not on the main card he maybe he's on the prelims um, but it is, fun. it's still like, I, cause I had played MMA for probably what, like five or six months straight when COVID hit. And so I, and now I haven't played in a long time, but it's mm. still fun that I can pull up a card and <laughs> recognize like 75% of the fighters <laughs> just from that one six month stint. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, well, like, yeah, I well, stuck with it. I love it. Yeah. You are, you're, you're still in the streets. Is there any new, is there any kind of new meta and stuff to it as far as from a DFS perspective or just same old, same old? Nah, just don't dupe and pray. 
don't dupe and pray. That's uh, that's uh, that's the new shirt. My, you know, the the don't dupe me, bro, is is selling well, but don't dupe me and pray. I think is going to be the sequel. Yeah, here. that's one of those where the touts is like, uh, it's got to be a rough scene for them. Like, like you know enough that you're going to get some sort of DFS edge over the odds. Yeah, these guys. Like I don't. Right. You know, it does. It does seem like the most pure kind of like game theory DFS game where the outcomes are pretty binary and the field yeah. gets overconfident on one side and you can just kind of exploit that overconfidence. Yeah. I mean, I would like, I've never done it, but compared it to actual like slow fights, fast fights and stuff like that. It's like, gir- like even girl fights, like it's like girl fights don't score. It's like, Oh no. Okay. There's a girl fight, 140 points. Like it's, it's pretty crazy. Like you watch yeah. it, you just basically just want your guys to win. That's yeah. it. But you can win and get like 69 points, but that's how it goes. It's, I, I think it's a great sweat too. It's interesting, like different uh, perspectives on people's favorite sweats. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I hate uh, PGA. I love, I like PGA, I like MMA. I do. I do legitimately love the, uh, the MMA sweat. It just with when football season hit, it was just like Saturdays are just my one day to kind of take off. And so I was just like, I don't want to anchor myself uh, and, and sit and watch, but it, it is a very fun sweat. Um, let's see here. The goose wants to know the deal with my headphones. So I, yeah, I had basically two events that happened. One, I changed my computer setup. So I switched from a PC uh, to, or sorry, from a Mac to a PC oh. and, the Mac speakers were like pretty good. You know, I could play music off of it and it was mm-hmm. fine. This, uh, my new monitor, the main monitor doesn't even have speakers. And then my side monitor is like the shittiest speaker. So I've been using headphones, you know, to listen to music just when I'm at my desk and stuff. And then, uh, my wife actually got these, her office got them these really good headphones. And she was like, I'm not, I'm not going to use these. Do you want to try these out? So I've been trying in basically to answer the question. I don't like you know, going to the hardwired and then back to these constantly. So I've just been trying to see if I like keeping these. I'm still on the fence. People don't seem to like how they look on me. So, you know, we're, we're feeling it out, Brian. It's pretty common. I've thought about it. Have you tried the one ear? You just like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It is weird because they are kind of noise canceling. So even just, it's funny. It's like just, wearing your hat backwards, you know, you're, you're, you're really, you're really cool. I was thinking yeah. about getting one. You know, something that something mm, like this. Really, you know? it looks like the <laughs> guy from Empire Strikes Back, the security guy. Um, Thanks, Phil. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Leone said it didn't look part of my uh, part of my brand. He said it. You know, well, yeah, it's just because we've done it. It's been so long. Mm. The, to have one way, I think I was going to get one because I was. I think I noticed like because I play through the speakers and I think it's been echoing a little bit back like you. So I turn you down right now quite a bit. Don't turn me. But down it's kind of annoying. Cause I <laughs> don't turn me. The I want to hear you. No, the Pete, right I want to hear you, <laughs> but I don't want it to echo. So maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll try to throw my hat in the ring. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Deagle. <laughs> I mean, please, please. This is a family show. And by family show, I mean, people are literally here to watch you talk about naked yoga. Did I, did I tell you, that because uh, I think I mentioned this on another show, but I don't think I brought it up since we've last done a show. The naked yoga episode, I think, was on pace for more views than the chess is okay episode because of the SEO clickbait. 
Oh my God. Are you serious? I literally think people searching naked yoga, go, go double check it right now. But last I checked, I was like, that chess is okay. was probably the most viral a lulls episode can get in just putting naked yoga in the title of the other videos. <laughs> gonna surpass it. I, okay. So I'm, I'm looking at the uh, pod pod downloads. Do you think the I, SEO works the same there? No, but that'd be a good comparison. What, what is right, the pod? Yeah. How do I, this is the last week. Let's see here. Okay, here we go. Oh my god. What? That fish <laughs> the, I I hadn't even checked. It's up like another 1500 views. So the YouTube Shiba Coin Naked Yoga in Fish Gloves 5.1 thousand views. It completely lapped the Chess is Okay video. What the fuck? 5k views. And the chess is okay that everyone in DFS watched has 3,500 <laughs> views. The, um, uh, well, I'll have to look at my channel in a second. The, uh, I did like one day I started getting like, I didn't even tweet for like two days and I was getting like five or six followers. Yeah. I wonder if it was from this. <laughs> Just people following the, the naked yoga guy. It's, so, it's, it's funny too, because normally the abstract titles, you know, don't work, you know, as well, but I naked yoga is truly the ultimate hack for, for SEO. Apparently it doesn't look like it carried over to the, the pod downloads. Maybe this is how we break it. The only way to top it is a live stream of chess is okay. Doing naked yoga. That's true. Yeah, we can, maybe we can get him to do it. If everyone would just vaccinate, like he said, maybe he'd do it. Maybe we can get the country up to 90, Five, 98% vaccination rate. Test is okay. I'll do a live naked yoga stream for everybody. Dave does make a good point. I might be making an assumption that it was naked yoga pulling it in. It could have been fish gloves, which is yeah, also- They're very popular. They're <laughs> very popular. Oh my God. I really, <laughs> it's so sick because in my head, I want like this photo, you know, if you were like GQ magazine, Brian- just pixelated naked with his yoga mat under his arm, wearing his fish gloves, you know, 2021 like DFS breakout star, Brian Hooper. And then there's that photo. Like those New York times profiles, whatever they would do on the NFT guys. Yeah. Right. Where they're holding a basketball for top shot. Like, do you know, gloves. do you know what? That would actually be a really good uh, charity spoof type thing for DFS. The ESPN, the body issue. If they did DraftKings, the body issue. And then we had, you know, instead of, you know, Whistles and Big T and Osimo in this, what if they were just tastefully nude on the cover of a DFS magazine? That, that's probably better than what the, the way they're going. <laughs> <laughs> should we should we quickly pull up the clip of Whistles yeah, in the bathroom? Yeah, we, we get, it's only a clip, unfortunately. I mean, we have to imagine there's an extended uh, extended version coming. Uh, some people felt deceived because I did put this um, image on the thumbnail tonight, but it was just it was too good not to include. Let's go! Woo! Let's go! I don't do push-ups. Let's go! <laughs> I mean, could you ever have imagined when we had whistles on 
if I just said, okay, in a few months, and, and granted, this was, we had already seen him on the DraftKings show doing the woo-woo thing in the post-celebration, but he had a really low footprint at that point. If you said he is going to be in a DraftKings short coming down the stairs of a Miami penthouse in a robe, screaming his signature slogan, would you have believed that? No. <laughs> and he's also the, he's also the, the the most natural acting for sure out of the three of them. It is. I don't know is, if that, that probably isn't even acting for him. They're just all they need to do is get a camera there. Yeah, uh, I still the the strategy is. I guess my question now with kind of this series is, it feels like the, they're basically doing trailers for trailers. Is what it feels like. Yeah, because the episodes are only like four minutes long or something. Right. Yeah. Also, another thing that made me think back to uh, one of the episodes, I meant to post this in the Lowell's channel in the Discord, was uh, I was updating you know, my NFL spreadsheets, and I couldn't help but notice there's a one Mr. Tom Kennedy who plays on the Lions. Have, your, have you seen this in your NFL spreadsheets? No, it's, that's an offensive player? Yeah, he's a wide receiver, and I just had to add I, him I because he wasn't – he wasn't in my index matching, and I saw I added the new ones. I was like, Tom Kennedy. Uh, I did, I did see that, yeah. <laughs> I never had a problem with it, though, so it must have matched. Yeah. No, I just hadn't added it yet. Um, they, they they need to – it's too, it's too much anticipation. Like, okay, uh, two nerds like us, we can – you know, we love this bit. So it works for us. But, like, I can't imagine that that is, like, working, pushing the – pushing the meter for them at all. You know what I mean? Well, that, that is the thing. It, we have this full appreciation knowing big T whistles and awesome. but the right. cat, the average DraftKings Twitter follower is just like, what the fuck is this? Right. Like they designed this for us. Like if they can get done <laughs> the better in there somehow, you know, the gift Vegas Dave done the better. Yeah. You know, the gift where it's uh, what is it? I forget the movie now, right now. And he's like, this is bait. That's when DraftKings posts those videos. It's you and me going, this is bait. This is bait. <laughs> they get, okay, they get us to watch watch it 20 times each. But then, like, yeah. who else is watching it? This is like the uh, – yeah, it's like the um, NGMI guys in the in the Discord. They bought all these Gary V books. I still don't even know the, re- the exact reason they bought them all because Gary V came up with something tying it to an NFT, and so he just got – everyone to buy his books and I, it was so brilliant right because it's like think of how many true fans you would need to get to buy it or you could just get a bunch of degenerates to each buy 25 each i mean that's that, that's what you really want i mean would you rather find 100 people willing to buy 25 or, or 2500 people to buy what here it is if you All buy right. 12 you get you get an nft yeah so DraftKings yeah, yeah. got us they knew we would just watch the uh the goat episodes on loop that's right. They did a couple, couple more betting personalities, and that's all I would watch. I would watch every episode, but then they're not doing real episodes. Like, how long could that take? Too like they have to. They're they're not putting in a ton of effort into the editing. No, I think. Uh, thank you. Yes, it was Mad Max Fury Road. Um, yeah, I, it, I, 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 I we've said this before about it. I give them props for trying to do this they should be doing stuff like this i i think the the amount of resources you would actually have to spend on it to do it well would be pretty significant but like what i would legit i guess this is how i would do it on a tight budget i would want 
not like the glamorous, okay, we're at the suite. I would watch an actual day in the life of Whistles. Like, I want to see him at his fucking house with his kids. I want to see him at school. I want to then see him in a time lapse of him in his office where that, and then he's like running home because he has to do a late swap and he's watching TV with his wife and now he has to bounce up and do it. Like, I want to see like the real raw stuff of how this works because it just it was a little too staged and then not funny enough on the staged front. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that earlier. It's they should have went one way or the other. Yeah. They should have pushed the pushed it to be hammy or whatever, or just done something legit, like realistic. I, I could, I would watch that. I'm telling you two months, 2 million. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Put them in, I, put them in the same hotel room for a week. But, but honestly, why wouldn't, you know, DraftKings and we, we can talk if they have the money to do this, but like, why wouldn't they be trying to do ideas like that? Like get five of these, you know, you single, I don't, I don't think you would do it, but get, there are five yeah. single DFS players There's plenty that, would of full time that would go on a show and yeah. you have the reality style booth. I'll fucking host it. I mean, have, you know, have some drama building up these characters. They're playing against each other. You're also getting their reactions on the highs and lows. Like you could stitch together a really entertaining show with that. I would do a second podcast during the week just to recap it, like the bachelor or something. We would start our own. That would the cottage industry of content that would pop up around that within DFS would be so fun. Yeah. That's definitely the way they should go. There's there. Yeah. They're not. Like, if they put you in charge, I was thinking about this today, like, put you in charge of DraftKings. Do you think you could, like, I think realistically, like, I, that the whole company would probably tank in six months if I was in charge. <laughs> well, the first thing I would say is we're welcoming all winning players to our platform now. Yeah. Well, that would be my goal. I would be, I would be like, I would be like, come on, let's try it. Let's try to get an odds maker in here. <sighs> But yeah, just like the day-to-day stuff too. I'd be like, I have no idea. You handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this would be funny. I mean, I I find it funny to see five nobodies that think they're great. Just watch them till every slate. I mean, you know who'd be the perfect uh, person for this show who might even have a little bit of reality TV show background, has a little DFS. Can you, Randon absolutely has to be in this house. He might be too big. He might be too big for it. Dude, dude, I guarantee, dude, they they call up Randone. He's fucking clearing his schedule, all the NFT okay. meetings, and he is sprinting to that DraftKings reality TV show house. Who who else would you put in there? I would put him in there. You know who would be interesting on there? Adam, shit my money. Yeah. You need, I yeah, you need the, yeah. the curmudgeon. The curmudgeon, yeah, just like hates everyone, all of his roommates. Yeah. Who Who are your other three? Who are three other good ones on there? Like, I don't think I don't. Alex is too busy. He's not going to do it. No, Big T's yeah. probably too busy too. He probably he might do it just to pump Run Pierre. Yeah, you know who we need to get? We got to get Empire Maker in there. He won't do it. He, he wouldn't do it. But I'm trying to. It's really hard. You have to think of like who are the young single guys right now. You need someone in their like early twenties who's like. Yeah, I'm thinking to personality too. Like, yeah. Like somebody interesting. Most, I mean, most of these touts, they're pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's why. Rand- do you think Davis would do it? it? No, Davis wouldn't do it. No, he's um, he's above it. But maybe this is the thing. Maybe the way you have to do it is 
because you couldn't really film it over a, like how long do you think two months two million what jesus about two months i'd say <laughs> i do it i do it right as i said it i'm trying i was thinking about backpedaling being like well maybe they actually filmed it for longer and then cut it down it's and, it's, uh, it's honestly possible if they did uh you're probably like even someone like davis i don't even know if you could get him for two weeks he, yeah, he's too busy. I don't think he, I don't think he'd want to do that. And that's not his drama's not his deal. Here's here's how you have to sweeten it, right? Everyone gets a ten thousand dollar DFS bankroll to start. You know, it's just you're getting oh, free ten thousand okay. in your yeah. account, and so now you're incentivized. It's not like just go live with a bunch of strangers. Sure. Why we? May, and then maybe it is, and then there's also a prize pool for whoever's up the most at the end yeah, of the month. And you pay them. And you should pay them too. I mean, yeah. For their time. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you could do it like an NFT bro in there too. Yeah. Like, oh, just have... try to make $2 million selling NFTs. Like it's all DraftKings related now. That's true. A Shiba coin investor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that is whistles go woo in the, uh, in the bathrobe there. Who the fuck is Jonah Falcon? Oh, wait, I just said Falcon wrong again, didn't I? Oh no, that's your that's your thing. Um, the we should talk though because there has been lots of DraftKings stuff going on in the. Um, oh, Jonah Falcon is uh, claimed to international attention in '99 because of his claim that he has the largest penis in the world. Oh, okay, yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, uh, but. That's actually not true because Big Dick Brick does. <laughs> I can prove it. Um, before we shit on DraftKings, how about one good thing about DraftKings? I guess we've kind of been shitting on them this whole time with their uh, the the way they're marketing the the goat series. But the the I love the that basketball schedule today. It's perfect for my schedule. What's the schedule? All the games locked by seven. Real America time, so eight Eastern. So except no for the, late swap, except for the late game, but that's nine thirty. So, so they they, so they created the, the schedule around lulls. They got a schedule alone lulls. They were like, you know, if these they do guys... that. <laughs> we'll take it all back. That's how they buttered buttered you up for the conversation tonight. It's perfect. <laughs> they good, yeah. If they if they cater to me. My my tune will change. So I I feel like there's there's multiple things going on right now with DraftKings in the macro the stock price has plummeted correct yeah yeah really quick derek says in my chat draft sheet would be a good ad for the show but we can go back i'm like that's true that's that's a good point um yeah there's the the stock dropping robin's responding to the criticism and then before that i think i have the timeline right was the uh we don't want winners or whatever i can't i'm paraphrasing whatever the the yes. article quote says. Yeah. And I guess my, my first thing on that is we, we all know that that's the case, right? I mean, that's obvious. It's why the sports books are constantly limiting sharp betters, but isn't there supposed to be a little bit of a song and dance with the optics, right? Like, don't you, you don't want to just come out and say that explicitly, right? You'd think so. Well, I mean, but when you're like, I preach on this show every time, you know, like when you have no consequences, when you got, when you're locked in and the buried entry is so high for competition now, like what are they going to do? 
What are people going to do? Start our own sports book? Pay for the yeah. license? Yeah. And if you could even get it, which you probably can't. There's and there's there's a lot going on with it too. What was the and you retweeted a tweet today. It was uh Charlie Baker was, you know, <laughs> doing a ribbon cutting thing and DraftKings was celebrating how much, you know, they've done for each other. It's like right. we still don't even have sports betting in mass. Like what what are we even celebrating? Yeah, I mean, I mean, what the whole I mean, just the whole thing pisses just pushes my you know, my specific buttons like why like thank him for what? Like we should be allowed to gamble without his uh stamp of approval. It's none of his fucking business. So like just in general I can't stand it. But it I mean, this is how the arc always Always goes with these companies, or just companies in general that get that get big. They yeah, grow, so you're... they go public. The founders get rich. Their motivation starts slowing down. So then they start using the state to mode off their competition, and then everyone suffers through high prices, higher prices than they rightfully should be, and a lesser product. I. I agree with you. What do you think? There's the another micro version of this take very specific to Robbins and Kalish and these guys. And I've seen this take floated around that like all these guys care about is their own crypto and NFTs right now. And that this is a concern that they're not obsessed with building, you know, the best possible DFS and sports betting company. What what do you think of that take? That well, so that's what he was responding to, Robbins. So you could bring you could bring up his. I I think um I think they should get into crypto and NFTs. I, I like it. Yeah. I also don't think the um, the criticism. Remember the game. I mean, we've we've talked about it on the show. Like, okay, now that sports betting here, they're not paying attention to DFS, whatever. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me either. Like, if you were gonna, if you have a store, and like one section makes money. Why would you be like, ah, eh, fuck it? I can make more money, you know, over here. Like, you can continue to make money on both. Right. That logic doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. The take I heard was even more outside of the companies and and just the, the individuals themselves seem so obsessed with NFTs or, you know, Kalish is doing the show with the, with Gary V and, you know, Jason, and they're always talking about their crypto gains and stuff like that. It was concerning for people that they're not sitting and talking about you know, DFS anymore, but it's like, no one's really sitting and just talking about DFS anymore. Yeah. Like they're not allowed to have other interests. And like, like I said, like if you put me in charge of DraftKings, they're going to be defunct in six months, probably. You know what I mean? Like this is criticism for people who don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Like, I mean, we would be considered experts compared to 99.9% of the population in this industry in general. Right. Not that I'm saying we are, but compared to comparatively, we are. And like, there's a, like, how do, how do you know that their that their 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 DFS product product is like suffering purposely because of X, Y, or Z, or they're doing it on purpose? They're not concentrating on sports betting. Like I, that whole premise seems ridiculous to me. The backlash for saying we don't want winning players or we want recreational players or whatever he said, like that's a hundred percent. 100% warranted. I just wish a lot of a lot of people who criticize that would see that in like other sectors because it's not just sports betting. In cars and be in and brew uh beers, alcohol, like uh, go down the list. Yeah. It works like that in every sector and 
people just forget and just say, oh, no, well, with, with gambling, it's fucked up. But right. over here, it's probably good. Well, that's that. I mean, we've talked about that concept before, too. When you read an article or on an industry or something, a topic you're really well versed in and you can spot all of the inconsistencies or, you know, um, all the things that are wrong. And then it makes you think, wait, where where every other article I right. read where I am not a domain expert, how much actual shit is untrue in this representation? Yeah, the, the Gelman amnesia effect. And that's what I think the definition of red pill is not this like QAnon bullshit, like where the lizard people are running things or anything like that. Like um, just recognizing that and then applying it, like recognizing, oh, like they, they're completely lying about this. Well, then maybe they're lying about something else or they got this completely backwards. Let's, you know, it, it, at least don't have amnesia, which is his Michael Carton's premise there where like, you don't just completely black it out and then read the new thing as a blank slate. Like at least consider what this new, you know, update your priors. Um, and the same thing goes with gambling where people are into other things that the state will get their hands in. Like you think it's any fucking different there? Yeah. And I mean, this, the stuff with DraftKings specifically, I mean, is, this is, isn't this the exact same classic pattern? I mean, we kind of see it with Top Shot right now, too, where people bought the top, people bought the top of the DraftKings stock, stock price goes down, people point to whatever is going on with the business as reasons to criticize them or whatever. Like, I mean, if, if price goes up, does anyone give a shit that they're doing blockchain technology? No, it goes down, then that's uh, the scapegoat or whatever. Definitely, definitely. That was if the price was double what it is now, they'd be like, "Oh, they're, it's because of the NFTs." <laughs> yeah. Do you do you own DraftKings stock? I ha I have at one point. I sold it all. Um, I wouldn't be afraid to buy anytime soon. Not that I fucking know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> NFA. Yeah, -I -I not financial advice, but I wouldn't mind putting a little uh, uh, a little call option on there, gamble it up a bit. I'm kind of surprised that you don't have that you wouldn't be sitting on stuff just, you know, just because it is your livelihood primarily yeah. playing on their platform that or does it just feel like you're already leveraged long on the platform just by that's where you primarily work that you don't need to like lever yourself up even more? That was the exact logic I had for buying it. What you said, like, why wouldn't I just get involved in something I'm pumping a ton of money into? And I cannot remember my reason for selling it. I cannot <laughs> you, had, you had to get liquidity for Shiva Koi. I think I had to get liquidity to <laughs> do another call a call option or some bullshit where I'm like, this is going to work. Did you see that guy? He got a little side note. Some guy, I think like an Australian investor, made a billion dollars on call options on uh, Tesla. He just no. kept doubling down. He was really? martingaling call options on Tesla. That he was he was already rich, I guess. But like, yeah. it, was not, it was on the... Um, the all-in pot. They were talking yeah. about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm like, oh, I gotta do that. <laughs> what? What's what's the update on Shiba? Eh, it's still holding. Still holding. Holding fine. How's the price looking? I think it's like point. Well, I don't even know how many zeros are in it. I don't even know how many I had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it in the millions? No, it's the it was billions. I thought it was. Millions. My bad. My bad. Uh, point oh four oh 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 four two seven nine. Yeah, so we want that to be a little higher. I'm telling you, it's gonna pump one more. <laughs> it's 
Let's cut them off one more time. There's too many DGENs out there. I love it. Ryan holds no DraftKings stock, but is holding his mood bag of Shiva coin. Maybe I'll put buy I'll sell it and buy a call option on DraftKings. Bunch of call options. This is a great time to remind everyone we do have the rake free uh, tournament sponsored by DraftKings.com. Link down below. Ten dollars to enter. Four hundred man tournament this week. Thank you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To DraftKings for hooking us up with that. Um, the other thing involved with this kind of whole story with Robbins and the the call with investors or whatever is there was a a rumor going around that he had a burner account although it appears as if that story was debunked right well he tried to debunk it I'm assuming like who cares if he's got a burner anyways yeah what what do you think I I the what from what I had seen it seemed like it was pretty firmly debunked. Some people did some sleuthing and found the guy's LinkedIn profile, and it it would have appeared to be a pretty long con uh, for a burner. Uh, there was one interaction where it appeared as if he had forgotten to change accounts just by how the guy had responded to him. Um, yeah, it seems a little. I, I mean, the concept of burner accounts in general are so. I understand why people do it, but it's it makes no sense to me in that it's totally self-serving, right, to just make yourself feel better because the actual audience of people that are seeing replies to a burner, like you're not changing anyone's mind. Like how many people are in the replies actually seeing a burner and then actually being like, oh, yeah, that's a really good point. Now that you say it, I fundamentally think differently on this subject. I just like, is the juice really worth the squeeze ever with a burner? And the downside risk, you get exposed and you look like a complete idiot. Like, where is the upside in a burner? Yeah, the, the only the only burner, I guess, is for trolling. Right, but I I guess I'm thinking of burners in this context with uh, public figures where they're kind of like defending their actions. Right. Yeah. Then I don't I don't get it. It's Remember like, Mitt I, Romney back in the day had one. Yeah, I mean Kevin Durant famously had a bunch. But I'd just be if I was that rich and I needed to steer the conversation, like I'm hiring a PR agency, I'm hiring some influencers, I'm sliding some people out, like, let's get some sentiment going in my direction here. I'm not just having a burner right. chat with 13 followers gonna change the discourse. That is so weird. I wonder if like the like the they're just like more like more generally neurotic or something like that, like these kind of wealthy go-getters. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if there's like a, a a burner to wealthy neurotic correlation. Yeah, I hmm. I think too. It's almost you know in the same way you know when people go talk to a therapist, and a large part of it is just saying those words aloud and getting it off your chest is therapeutic. Mm-hmm. I, I think for these people, they have they're so mad and they know they can't write it from their main account and they just need to go in a room and scream it out loud and just logging onto the burner is the equivalent of just going and talking to a therapist and just getting it out in the world. That's that's true. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I 
I can see that being a reason. I'd like to see each individual case. I remember the Mitt Romney ones were a while ago, and they were just like he's arguing, he's arguing policy and stuff. He's <laughs> like the guy almost was president of the United States, and he's got a burner with fifteen followers arguing with people. And that, that's people. the that's the other thing, right? To actually have a successful and believable burner, the amount of legwork you have to put into building that up, like if I were to attempt that for myself. I feel like I would need to start an account and have a six month runway of following, interacting with people, building up this alternate identity that had some clout in some way, just to have a believable breadcrumb trail. When people start going digging through, who are you following? Who are you interacting? You know, some of these burners, they go and like every fave tweet is just like, you know, praising Jason Robbins or, or whatever. It's like, is this really every single thing you're favoriting? Um, what about this excuse? He could use um, inflation. Inflation concerns are what's driving down the price of DraftKings, right? And just like as investors using that think, as investors think gamblers won't have disposable money because of inflation um, being so high that they need to spend it on regular goods, home goods, and and such, right? That that would have been a much better angle. Yeah. Then opening a burner. And, <laughs> and then, and then, you know, the natural segue, it is that because of inflation and it being higher to buy, you know, the, the goods that you just need in your life to survive, you go to the DraftKings store, the dynasty store, and you're able to get your appliances. You're able to get your bed frames, basically everything you need to live. You can now actually get all from DraftKings. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's so upset. He's just got so much shit from the dynasty store at his house. He just can't move around. Did you, did you see Powell's, came out and said inflation is not transitory. Really? No, yeah. I, I didn't. It I mean, well, he said we should retire the word. You know how it's politics speaks, so they never really answer the question and stuff. But he said we should uh, retire the word transitory, and then the stock market dropped, you know, 650 <laughs> points. So he easily could have used that. I didn't look today. I was kind of busy. How, how's the stock market doing today? Oh, it's down another? Okay, yeah, it's done a lot. Everything seemed it was taking a beating. Yeah, well, that that's why when because they're gonna have to rate. He's talking about tapering, so it's it's down two thousand points from the high from November fifth, two thousand four hundred. Wow. Yeah. And you, and you think it was primarily driven from that statement? I mean, uh, I did take like two economics courses in college, so yeah, I think. Based off of that experience, that's definitely what it was. I mean, that's it, what everyone I'm reading and listening to says. Yeah. Influencers, man. You know, these Colin Powell, these influencers, they can just go Colin on Colin Powell, he's, <laughs> he's no longer with us. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell. I was like, when it, what was my other big gaffe? When it was the uh, the boat that got stuck in the uh, the Suez Canal, was it? Yeah, that was a while. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I think, and then I think I was on a show and I said Panama Canal. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's isn't that possible? That's possible. It's probably possible. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast about that and how they're now, you know, widening it and stuff. But some of the like supply chain issues are just still so bad with some of that stuff and how unorganized it is. And it's basically all this disparate information around the globe about where these ships are coming in from when they're leaving. Like there's no organizational hub for this stuff in that 
it's just basically it was just saying this is another disaster waiting to happen with the, with this stuff and even widening the Suez Canal does not help. Well, that's that's great. Yeah. There's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of uncertainty. I'm interested to see if like any of the the guys watching like think about that. Like what what's your what's your play? Racif says the equity itself is inflation resistant, but the theory people would have less disposable income to gamble makes sense. Oh, that was on your uh, Jason Robbins spinning it that way. Take. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I'm sure someone can argue that, but he can especially just blame it on that would make total sense. Yeah. And I mean, his, his kind of talking points too, it just seemed like the typical, talking points you would make if your stock was down. We're building for the future. We're looking into these alternative areas. You know, people who invest in us should be playing the long game with us, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Inflation's eventually they're going to get a handle on it. Uh, NFTs is just another, another way for us to make money. It's, it's inflation. It's not, it's not the, our founders concentrating on something else. What what did DraftKings stock get up to at one point? Was it up to the 80s? I don't remember if it got that high. That's probably after I sold, which is why I don't remember getting that high. Maybe I'm, I always mix up a pen. Definitely in the 60s. 60s. Let's see here. Six months. Uh, Yeah, it looks like you're right. 62 maybe? Yeah, 66. Okay. 71, 72 almost. 74. Oh, you're right. Back in March of, yeah, and back in March. Yeah, that's that was the lockdowns, wasn't it? No, no, that's this year. Yeah. Yeah, I can pull up. It's two-week high, 74.38. So it's down over half. That's crazy. Yeah. But even, yeah, so I guess what? It hasn't been this low since basically a year and a half ago, last summer was the last time it was around this range this i mean this is a benefit i mean i hesitate to even call it a benefit but like with the the state and the companies getting so uh, you know intertwined like this like in the gambling industry like they can't let them go under you know what i mean they like they provide a lot of tax dollars were they going to let them go under and be like oh now we only have one allowable sports book site you know like they they're like they want them to succeed now so it sounds like you uh government bailout for DraftKings. (laughs) would that surprise you probably not also like i do you think they got one of those ppp loans i bet they did i mean so many companies you would think wouldn't need the ppe loan got they had more claim to it than the lakers the lakers got one yeah oh i'm sure they did yeah so I'm sure they're. I'm sure it's one way or another. They'll 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 get something. Yeah, and you, I guess circling back to the the conversation with this all uh, started, I can read uh, this quote here um, that this is what J- Jason Robbins had said about the customer acquisition stuff. A big question that everyone asks. Um, especially when you see money going to customer acquisition, how sticky will these players be? What will the lifetime values be? We look at two to three year paybacks on players too, for the only reason being that we don't have more data as blah, blah, blah. Um, certainly there's evidence that there's downloading 
and trial of different apps, particularly in the early phase of market. But usually what we see in research is that most players favor one app and direct the vast majority of their gameplay there. And the ones that don't are more the ones that you don't really want. They're bonus hunters and odd shoppers and uh, dare I say rent seekers. And it's a very small fraction of the audience. It's less than 10% of the audience, but those are not the most profitable customers for obvious reasons. That would be great if you actually did say, dare I say rent seekers. Um, <laughs> they, uh, do you think, here's another thing too, is like not being there. Maybe they've run the numbers, hired someone to run the numbers, and they're like, oh, actually, Spanky and Captain Jack and everybody, they're wrong. Even if we did bring in like a pinnacle style, bookmaker style, odds maker and get the, you know, big, huge market share with small, small margins that it's worth it. It's just not worth it. You know, yeah. like maybe they did run the numbers and they just totally disagree. I mean, from like a fiduciary standpoint, if you were in charge there, then that makes perfect sense to me. Like from our side, obviously we want them to go ham. We want them to be the market leader, take all money, get that, you know, the huge uh, portion of all the customers and make the, you know, the small amount of VIG, but just take all commerce. And then we use them like pinnacle the yeah. same way. That would be fantastic. And you figure somebody would try it if it makes sense. But the only thing is like they're not getting spurred on from by competition. Right. Barely, you know, just like – and then eventually they, like you see it with like Visa MasterCard or uh, a lot of the liquor stores or car companies too. Like when Tesla tried to get in Illinois, like every, every area was like zoned off. You couldn't sell cars there. Yeah. So like they got sued and um, – and like once that happens, they get complacent. Yeah. And uh, why bother? Did you, uh, Justin had replied, Justin Freeman from Run the Sims had replied to one of your tweets about could a politician in a state that's considering allowing sports betting actually legislate that operators can only legally operate in their state by ensuring equal betting limits to all players, so almost like an earmark uh, for, for a bill. Do you, do you ever envision something like that happening? We've talked about that on this show probably a year ago. There's they could easily they could easily do that. I think we have a whole episode on that. Like they could they could easily go. Here's the here's the minimum. We're gonna post the limits, and this is anyone can do it, and that's and you can't change them. You know what I mean? They could easily make that. Well, they could do whatever they want. Like in Canada, they have a bunch of weird things. Like you could only do parlay cards or something like that. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. it's not the same government, but it's, they, they can do whatever the hell they want, especially in these type of sin sin uh, sectors. <laughs> so um, clearly, they can do it. But why? Why would? Why would they do that? Right? It's not. They're they're you're it's it's helping your allies and hurting your enemies is how you achieve political power. So like, in what way? Why would they? Why would they want to hurt potential allies or current allies, which are the casinos? They employ people in their districts. They they provide money to them to their party, to their county, right? Their county's party, like down the list. Did I ever tell you that story when I was working at like political consulting company and I was typing in? I'm sure I have, but I'll tell it again. No, tell anyways. it again. I don't remember. And I was typing in like these checks. We had like 50 can we had like 50 candidates, politicians 
local up to federal, maybe even more than that. Anyways, and I was typing in all the money that the, these candidates were getting and like the same name kept popping up over and over again. I didn't recognize it. And like, I kept asking around my boss didn't even know it was a really small office. And like, yeah, I was, I, I was asking everyone I knew and at, um, in politics and no one knew. And then I finally asked somebody who was, uh, really high up. And then, and then they told me, Oh, that's the, I can't remember his title, but it's like, no, oh, that's the de- director of government operations for Comcast in Philadelphia. And it's like, oh, okay. So here's how it works. So like, so they we would get a check for um, from the lobbyist. So like the Comcast lobbyist, his name was Daryl. I can't remember his last name. So that's whatever, twenty five hundred, five thousand depends. Get a check from um, from Comcast. You get a check from the government agency guy, and those are just the ones off the top of my head. So it's not just a $2,500 limit, right? And then you give a check to the party, like the Democratic Party, the the Senate. It depends if it's a House or Senate. But you just give it to all of them. They even give it to Republicans, right? And so, like, I'm assuming, like, this guy makes millions of dollars, you know, at Comcast. And they're like, let's say it's $2 million. They're like, $2.5 million. But you know what you're supposed to do with the $5 million and you're just, you know, you have the Midwest or something. Right. Wink, wink. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's just so much. And, and then and it has real life consequences, too. So like in Chicago, we had fiber. We have fiber optic cables in the ground for the whole city. AT&T laid them there years ago. But when they were going to release it for the customer, Comcast uh, and maybe one other company sued them and said it's a th- it's a competitive disadvantage. You can't do it unless we have access to it. So AT&T, so they, the, the government ruled with them. And so AT&T goes, okay, fine. We're just not going to release it. So we don't have fire. Yeah. And I assume the, you know, the, the companies, if they were ever, you're the, the gambling and sports book companies would say, oh, we, we can't be profitable if you, if you make us, you know, have to play by these specific rules or, you know, we have to accept that then we can't even run a, a profitable business. Oh yeah. Yeah. That happens all, all the time where, so like, look at, look at, look at Uber and um, Airbnb. So in Chicago, when Airbnb got here, the hotels are like, Hey, we're being taxed. We, we have this extra tax that we have to pay for soldier field, right? That's how they decided to pay for soldier field. We can't compete with Airbnb because we're paying this tax you're making us pay. It's actually a legitimate logical thing to say, and that's their argument. So they fuck up Airbnb, right? They start cracking yeah. down, and, like, my brother had his Airbnb canceled, right? They're like, oh, you can't do it in this building. You can't do it in this area now. Oh, here's an extra tax, you know, so you, it's, it's competitive with the hotels. Uber, same thing. Uber, now you walk halfway across the airport to go pick up your uber because the taxis yeah. played <laughs> uber was awesome and they fucking ruined it and they don't ruin it like it's it's not because they don't want to like give you a good cheap service it's because the taxi companies had a a monopoly uh for for decades right the fact that uber and airbnb even got started is kind of a minor miracle but then once they get in and then they get the founders get theirs the product starts going to shit and then they start working with the state and then you're back to, sh- to garbage again over and over again. So it's like, c- can't, 
can't the government do something good, Justin? Like, yeah, no, you know, shit. Of course they could, but they have no incentives. Their incentives aren't in the right way place for that to happen. They're all in the wrong place. They want to help their allies and people who are giving them money and jobs in their district. And there's no consequences. What's going to happen to them? That I don't have fiber. What happens to them? If if DraftKings starts banning people, which this is another thing we should talk about, like with with uh, Jason going. We don't want winning players. Was that apply to DFS? We've been sounding that alarm but, bell for a while now. Yeah, but aren't you? I get. I guess you could make the argument, but you guys are, and I say you guys, whales are so vital to the DFS ecosystem because it's your volume, it's you maxing out the tournaments that can keep those guaranteed prize pools high. Like I feel like whales are way more vital to the DFS ecosystem than they are sports book or are, are they equal would you say no i think i think it would be a mistake like i yeah. said i think it would just drop the curve on the pareto distribution of the players making winning the money and it would just go down and then new player it looked the same it would just go down so they would probably just lose more in liquidity or whatever that would be my guess but who knows maybe that for the same reason that they don't want to do a a pinnacle book making style they changed their mind. Like, eh, let's just get rid of these guys. And the the same thing with the poker stars logic. And then the losing players will last longer. Shit like that. More rake is better. You know, that yeah. type of bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, too, it just see I mean, the, the the things DraftKings are doing there. It doesn't even seem like they're paying attention to DFS. DFS is just kind of in cruise control for them. Yeah. I mean, that's their bread and butter, right? They've been doing it for so long yeah they changed the rewards program and yeah that's true that's about it i mean what yeah. else do they really need to do i mean they could do like work around the edges yeah i mean it's it's the stuff i think um that we talked about too getting getting a little more inventive and creative with some of the game types i think would be would be fun and and kind of bring in uh just more energy and excitement and and stuff and you think about how much content you know drives you know, play, you know, people want to play in contests. You know, you have casual fans that, you know, want to say they're a golf fan. And so you put one lineup in the Millie maker, but when you're creating these high volume players, it's largely driven through content sites too. So giving the content sites more to work with, like I, I've, I've always mentioned Superflex. you know, for football, think about then how much more strategy shows would crop out around that. Or we always talk about the assistant to the regional captain. Imagine that yeah. wrinkle to showdown, like, why not give the content, you know, people a new puzzle to solve? No, I, yeah, I, I agree. That all would be awesome. The, the, like the, the, the whole content of, you know, adding entertaining content, like sports betting has what zero entertaining content and DFS, not much. So like in poker, poker back in the day was entertaining. You could like, a lot of girls would watch that too, which is a you know I'm sure a market share they'd like to get into, right? Yeah. Like a lot of girls back in the day used to like poker, believe it or not, and because it's entertaining, like they it doesn't really matter if you knew the GTO strategy on PLO8, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could just watch the ESPN coverage and be like, oh my god, Phil Helmuth is is crazy. Mike Diamond says you guys wouldn't have VIP reps, free courtside tickets, etc. If they didn't like whales, you're talking to the wrong two guys because I don't have VIP reps and Brian doesn't use any of his perks. 
<laughs> they don't give them out like they used to, Mike. Let me tell you. Back in the day, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. But, um, yeah, now now it's not much. They'll do stuff like, like I've mentioned before, com- uh, convert your crowns to sportsbook bonuses and stuff like that. Yeah. They gave out a, bon- a deposit bonus that was pretty good a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, before there was a lot of stuff. I probably – I did go to a Cubs game once, maybe twice. The the, um, but I've said no so many times that they probably stopped asking. What would be what would be kind of the dream, you know, VIP package they could offer you? Like if they got you, you know, tickets to go to the Masters, or like, is there anything that would be whatever the most expensive one is, and then convert it into dollars and just give me the dollars? (laughs) No, that's the destroys the purpose of this hypothetical. I want to know if there's an actual, you know, like a naked yoga slash fishing competition, Uh, you know, fishing gloves only competition afterwards. There has, there has to be, there's not a, a single sporting event. That you Maybe would the World Cup in some cool country would be, but yeah. I mean now with COVID, who knows that you don't want to get stuck somewhere for two weeks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dubai, don't they have issues with like it's it's dry, right? Yeah, and I think it's dry, and but you can you can get booze if you're on a like a Western hotel. Yeah, the uh, that would actually be that would be incredible. Right, if they if DraftKings got us tickets to go to Fight Island to watch a card, yeah, we'd yeah. have to do that. Yeah, that would be. So how, about, how about like uh, uh, tickets to be live audience members for the Goat series episode three? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> you would be like, how self conscious would Osimo whistles at Big TV if you and me were just kind of sitting in the corner like this, just watching the film? <laughs> The acting couldn't get any worse. It does not matter. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, uh, I uh, I appreciate those guys uh, being part of that. I just wish yeah. uh, DraftKings would have given them uh, a little bit more to work with. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and they're being good sports about it too. Oh obviously. yeah. So like, it's all good fun. I and I, I just wish it would come out a little sooner, and then we can bring some of them on, talk about it. I know Hopefully we do have good enough to bring them on to even talk about it. Cause right now it's honestly not even like who gives a shit. Like, we need, we need some meat. We need some meat to discuss. Yeah. Right. They got to do something. Like hopefully the episodes get a little longer. Yeah. We need, I need a 20, 22 and a half minute sitcom length for these bad boys. Yeah. Like you said, follow them, follow them for a day. Actual conversation, like get them drunk. You know, and then add out the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, a- another fun thing too would be um, I, the, the, the applying them with alcohol is a very good suggestion. But have like a little roundtable discussion with uh, even like current topics, and they could, some of them could even be softballs. Like, what is your favorite DFS sport to play and why? And like, have a little debate on why that's your favorite or whatever. You know, like have you know you could, I think you could actually have some pretty interesting conversation from three people who play and think about DFS from very different perspectives and to kind of hear that fleshed out. There, there's lots of interesting stuff you could, you could mine there. That would be a lulls episode. <laughs> right. Bring, bring that on <laughs> yeah. and just talk about DFS. Yes. Um, 
Can you get drunk? Yes. You um you Go always ahead. have our permission to get drunk. It would be very unlulls like to uh put restrictions on our viewers about what they could and couldn't drink during these that would, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> that would also be pretty hypocritical. Although I haven't had a, a drink since uh October 15th. Wait, okay. Is that I, I assume that's uh purposeful and not just a random happenstance? It, the combination of the two. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you grind. What what uh what machine were you on? You posted your 420 calories burned. <laughs> uh, that was an elliptical, one of the ones with like the rubber bands on it. Yeah, I like those for my old body. There you go. More than a treadmill, man. Those bang up your knee, your knees, and um, uh, yeah. The more I used to run a lot more, and just the more I'm just like I do not want to add. There's so many other better ways to burn calories than racking up mileage on your i still enjoy running but it is i think you got to be smart because you will you will fuck your knees up the uh the the gym the gym etiquette on uh on pretty ladies this uh, this one time i was like i was i was on like some uh chest machine and i just zoned out have you ever, you ever do that where you just like zone out and you're just like staring at mile you know what's that yeah. mile long stare or whatever yeah and then i come to and it's directly at this hot chick and she like look, she's like looking at me like like I thinks I and she starts laughing like because she kind of could tell what happened. No, I don't think so. Up. I oh. couldn't tell. Like she started laughing. I was like, oh my god! But she, I'm assuming she thought I was like staring at her today or not today. <laughs> this is a couple. This is this is a while ago. There's just but, drool coming down your face. Yeah. <laughs> but today, oh. then there was this girl two to the front, right? Like when you're when you're when you're working out, and it does give you. A little extra motivation. So, God bless you. Looks like Brian took the October 15th text. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> there you go. Um, all right, guys. I got to run and get ready for ship chasing. Uh, happy to have Brian back in the saddle for lulls. Who knows? Maybe even Brian will rearrange his plans for next Saturday. Uh, if not, we will be here, uh, Wednesday though. Anything else you would, uh, you'd like to plug here, Brian? Um, yeah, on my site, I'm actually going to put up, um, well, first I got, I have the, that, that sportsbook hug working pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, if anyone wants to tr- test it out, it's pretty cool. So like a little overlay for, uh, prop betting makes it just really easy to see the props and I'm going to get like, uh, I'm going to get it where you can upload try to get it to where you can upload my info, Alex's info, maybe ETRs if I could pull that off. And if you have subs to them, you could quickly go through the, like the good props really easily see what's good, what's bad. Oh, wow. You got this whole thing going here. You got the, uh, the, uh, subscription via PayPal. Yep. And there's free trial on there too. Nice. And the interface looks a little better. way it looks like that's just directions on how to, uh, install a extension. Yeah, because they won't let you put it in the Chrome Store. Right, right. Because it's gambling, and it looks a little better on the left side now. They cleaned up the UI, but nice. This is um, awesome. And uh, so you have you have APIs for what books? Um, that's just the overlay is just working for DraftKings right now. But okay, like the auto open and login and stuff works for those four points bet FanDuel. That's Better awesome. DraftKings. Um, and then I added a vote coin. T- I saw page. that. <laughs> it's, it doesn't have anything there, right? on it, but I'm putting uh, 
I'm writing up. I'm writing up like a white paper of sorts for that idea I was telling you about. Really? All right. Yeah, it'll only I be a couple it. pages long. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep uh, pumping underdog for uh, API info because I I need to uh, to get that info to you so you can uh, create that plugin for their site. Yeah, definitely. If they have a and like like I said, like a developer portal too would be pretty sweet. I'll see what I can do. Um, all right, guys. Uh, audio version will be up on the podcast a little bit later. If you're watching on either of our channels, please subscribe. Uh, and otherwise, we will see you guys next Wednesday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.